astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Hey. Can you believe that today is our 182nd podcast? You know what? I was beginning to wonder how many we had done. I think yeah. Bill had asked me, like, how many is that? And I go, like, I don't know. So I thought I better look it up. Yeah. 182. Yeah. No. I mean, at the rate we're going in the next four or five months, we're going to hit 200. Yep. We need to start thinking about that. That's true. So thank you to those who've been listening since the beginning, which would have been July 1st of 2020. Yeah. Um, we unfortunately missed our three-year anniversary. <laughs> I can't believe it, right? Three years. Yeah. We're going to kind of do a throwback um, podcast today. And I do want to give some, the backstory of this. Right. Mom, um, just recently had just shared her fascination with understanding the dynamic dynamics of family photos. And have you ever seen a family photo or maybe your own family photo where you realize someone's not, they don't look like they maybe belong within the photo, or maybe they feel a little standoffish. Like there's a little gap between them and the other people. There's just something weird or different about the photo. And mom was thinking like, oh my gosh, we should make this a class where everyone, you know, sends in their family photos and we dissect them and, and say what it's telling about the family. And so as mom has, you know, brainstorming about this, I started rattling off a couple stories that I had seen in homes during feng shui that kind of stood out to me where I was able to draw a lot of conclusions just based on the family photos that they had on the wall. And then mom came back and oh yeah, I had this great story. So we thought, you know what, before we launch into a class, why don't we do a little bit of a, what would you say if you saw episode, we're going to banter back and forth about things that we've seen in people's homes. And hopefully from there, one, we might get some people interested in taking this class. Mm -hmm. We might bring back the mom and me series where we, you know, teach via zoom um, or two, maybe it'll just help you take a look at your photos and what your maybe unconsciously putting out to the world by hanging certain photos in your home. So that probably sounds a yes. little broad. I think once we get into the examples, it might make a little bit more sense. Yeah. Well, let's just jump into it. We'll jump into uh, some simple stories here. Of what would you say if you saw, and I'll go ahead and start. And my question to you would be, what would you say if you saw uh, a client who under their master bedroom, the bed, I should say, under their master bed, they had all of her husband's family members. So framed photos, nice ones, but that's what was totally under the master bed. Okay. Well, one, <laughs> a couple things, because we, in feng shui, we talk about having nothing under the bed, if possible. Or if what is stored under the bed, if it can be kind of as organized as possible, because I think there's some sensitivity to what you're sleeping over. 
Mm-hmm. So one, I would be curious if something had happened to the wife where she was trying to bury a problem that hadn't been addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, or two, I would think that, yeah, the wife is holding on to something. Uh, we could even go as deep as like, is it affecting her sleep? <laughs> is it something that, you know, ha- hasn't been addressed? I would think it'd be pretty deep seated with the female more so than the husband, even though it's his family. Yeah, very interesting. I like the way you said about, uh, what did you say? Uh, uh, you said it one way. I'm going to say it another way. Uh, I'm going to say, put to sleep. What do you want to put to sleep? What yeah. do you not want to deal with? Right? I think I said, like, bury, she buried it. Bury, yeah. Okay. Then just another kind of way to say it as well. Well, anyhow, this woman was interesting because it was a beautiful home. Her family pictures were up in the house, you know, and so it was quite shocking to see that the husband's family was under the bed and you know other than she just just she did definitely it hit a nerve she didn't want to take these pictures out she didn't want to hang them now i'll be honest i didn't i'm not the i'm not a licensed therapist (laughs) to dig into the history of why but she had a deep resentment about hanging his family and i just sensed there was something about maybe she felt that she they didn't like her she felt rejected by them. So hell, she wasn't going to hang them up in her home. So again, I, I, I don't have a concise, you know, one incident that caused her to do this. But your language is everything. What is she bearing? What is she not addressing? What is she not admitting? Right? Right. But then the fact that she like continues to sleep essentially on top of them yeah. every night, I think continues to perpetuate the problem where, okay, it's one, you know, and in a feng shui consult, that's not our job to go down therapy lane and talk about why we're not like what happened. Right. But the idea of saying like, get them out from under your bed, put them under the guest bedroom bed or something like not to sleep on it. Because I think that that she's carrying that energy every night when she sleeps because she's sleeping on top of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's nothing wrong if you you, you box them up, you know, yeah. uh, put them in the closet. But okay, so there we have a case of, you know, family photos being like shoved under the bed, but, you know, in an odd way, because it only is one half of the family is under the bed. Everyone, the other half of the family is out and proudly displayed. Yeah. So that's about how we're, maybe how we're storing them. Um, in this case, what would you say if you saw um, an elementary child's picture in a frame, but it was sitting on the toilet tank of the bathroom? <laughs> well, you know what? That's a wild image to think about. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Of course, I, I would immediately see it somehow as an alarm. Right. Uh, that the child was not being treated well that's i guess uh, that's why i would go if i walked into the bathroom and there was a image of the child you know young child on top of you know i hate to say it but just being yeah being abused and using a word abuse very liberally here yeah not being taken care of yeah so the image was her as an elementary in her elementary years the girl was actually a teenager so this was an older photo of her that was in the home Mm -hmm. um but you know her room was very dark and it was lined with very graphic pictures and stories about crime and shootings and things. And so the idea of toilets, obviously we all have to have bathrooms in our home, but they do carry a very draining 
connotation to them, right? We think of all the water that goes down the drain and we think of, you know, the bathrooms kind of being like the dark areas of our homes. Like when guests come over, sometimes we close the bathroom doors, something that we don't talk, you know, we don't necessarily talk about. And so that energy was kind of projecting onto the child, even throughout her teenage years. Yeah. Wow. You know, I can think of another story just quickly. I'm going to insert here. Uh, I would say, what would you say if you saw you were in a home with a woman with identical twins, boys, Mm -hmm. and then you went into the bathroom and there was a drawing of two brothers over the toilet. Oh, two boys, two boys were sketched and she had the frame over the toilet. So, so it was like <laughs> something that she bought or something. I mean, like, yeah, it looks yeah, like she, it. Yes. Yes. It, okay. it wasn't, uh, it wasn't, she didn't have her boy sit for someone to sketch. Okay. No. But it, it looked like it represent them. It was too close to comfort. Wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I'm going like, what's, you know, wow, this is wild that, you know, you just happened to, yeah, well, I have two boys and this is a picture of two boys. So she didn't go actually take the photograph, but she took something that clearly connected. Yeah. I guess, you know, it'd be like if I took a guy playing guitar and put it over a toilet. Yeah. My husband's a guitarist, you know, it would be like, oh, I get it. Like there's a connection there. And yeah, everyone gets idea of the toilet the flushing uh, you know the you know we don't have to say all the words that go yeah, with the yeah. bathroom yeah. <laughs> right. right okay well we, it's interesting so photographs yes family photographs horrible individual photographs horrible but even things that really you know like the family crest so to speak over the toilet no Okay, let's move on. So here we have one. I'm going to call it the case of the distant sister. So what would you say if you saw, you know, you walk into a home and you see a nice long hallway leading to the bedroom wing and there is like 30 photos, you know, really artistically displayed, framed, matted, looks fantastic. In the center, kind of in the heart of all of it, there's there's a great picture of two sisters, the two sisters, like when they're 10 or 12, something of that age, and one is really seems to be particularly happy and the other one is a little more looks distant, she's looking off to the side of some sort. Okay, so the client's telling me the story. And then I kind of try to follow the story uh, where, where, okay, here's, here's that smiley one. Here she is again. Here she is again. And where's the other one? And then way on the edge, the right edge of the whole grouping, there was one picture of the sister. I mean, I think your title says it well. What would you say? I would ask if she feels like she's distant from the family or if she still is even in contact with the family. She invited to things. Yeah, 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 yeah. The crazy thing about this, uh, the the client did say immediately, oh, yeah, they they don't talk much anymore. You know, they don't have much communication. They don't have a relationship. And she goes, we really don't have much of a relationship with her either. The one that was separate. She had, and she just couldn't, she, her mind was blown. You you know, we say the camera, the camera doesn't lie. In this case, we're saying the picture hanger cannot lie yeah without thinking right to drive that that home a little bit more this the heart of that photo wall yeah was displaying two sisters and one looked super happy and one looked like she was like looking off into the distance so obviously that was taken when they were 
who knows how old, 10 years old, 12 years old, but that's the picture that then we kind of unintentionally set the intention with and put it at the heart of this photo wall. And so it's like, we're continuing to perpetuate that type of relationship that was seen in that image so clearly. Yeah. such a great, what you just said, the family is without speaking ever about it. They're reinforcing that. Yeah. They're reinforcing it visually to themselves. This is why we say the home is talking. <laughs> the home is really uh, 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 a reflection. A reflection, thank you, a billboard of what's going on in the home. Yeah. And I always tell clients, it's always hard to say, like, it's like, did the chicken or the egg come first? Because right. sometimes it's like maybe that client felt more comfortable hanging that picture because she knew oh they're not on talking ground so it's okay if we put a picture up of the sister where she's not looking her best because she's never going to see it because she doesn't come around yes right yes so it's possible that that relationship was already damaged before Mm -hmm. that photo went up oh yeah right yeah like it's not that that photo created the further the damage but it just continues to perpetuate the storyline because we've now created it in the home yeah, and and the and the cure, so to speak, the functional cure is very obvious. She needed to bring those sibling pictures. There was actually a third sibling as well. You know, put them all together, pull them physically closer together in the arrangement on the wall. Yeah. Now I know this is just, you know, this is the stuff that happens. It always seems so weird. You know, that client dropped me a note that next holiday season. And just she wanted me to know that a strange daughter was coming with a family Thanksgiving. No way. Ten years. So you know it was just weird. Like, is that possible? But I've, I, I'm sure you have as well. But I've recommend that as a cure. If we have factions in the family, you have to put them closer together. Yeah. So that they feel connected. Don't put one higher than the other one. No, hang them even. And it's a great cure very good cure and even to build your own relationship with a child you might just do something not even on the wall right this could just be at your nightstand where a picture of the child and the picture of you if you're the parent or you know yeah so if anyone's listening and you have an estranged relationship with a child mm-hmm. your two sibling or your two children aren't talking exactly like mom said just take two pictures that you have of them and put them at equal level next to each other so don't use like an eight by ten of the son in a four by six of the daughter, you know, try to get the pictures as even as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, or even two on the wall, if you have a picture of your son and then there's like a big mirror and then a picture of your daughter on the other side, you know, that's something that could be considered a blockage or right. some sort of roadblock between them. So try to put the pictures and even level next to each other. Um, this next, what would you say if you saw is kind of similar to what we've just been talking about, but Mom, what would you say if you saw um, a home with multiple (laughs) pictures, like maybe 15 pictures of the mom Mm -hmm. and her son, and they ranged from, you know, four by six frames to like canvas, like two foot by three foot pictures throughout the home. You're close. Yep. And then at some point, the client asked, I want to know why I have an estranged relationship with my daughter. 
<laughs> oh, oh, sad. So sad because I had been in the house over an hour at that point and did not realize there was a daughter. Right, right. And I get it from the client's point of view. They're saying, well, the son's always here and we're always taking pictures. Yeah. The daughter's not here. So, right, we sure. could argue that logically that she's not around, but also maybe because she doesn't feel like she's seen. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because, I mean, you started seeing the pictures the second you walked in the home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was very apparent that the mom and son had a very close relationship. It wasn't something that you had to get further into the home. I mean, you were seeing it the second you walked into the home. So obviously the cure, just kind of similar to what we've talked about is to make sure that there's an even representation of your children in the home. Oh, that kind of steps us right into this next one that I want to talk about the case of the blended family which that's a whole issue with family photos as well when you have blended families. But what would you say if you saw uh, a blended family picture, okay, but didn't include one of the children who actually lived there? And it wasn't because they weren't born. They were born. They were, you know, like a first, second grader, and they were not in the picture. That's horrible. It was so horrible. I feel like that's the precursor to what that story that I just told where that child at some point might stop coming around. They might feel like they're not included, that they yeah. don't belong. This one was the, 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 the reasoning behind, and I did notice because they had already spoken about this one child being a problem child. They, their chair sat separate from the dining room table. They mm-hmm. had told me because depending upon the behavior that day, sometimes they didn't allow that child to sit at the table with everyone else. They made them sit in a chair and eat their dinner separately. So that was a clue right there. So when I got to the family picture, of course, I was anxious to see this child. They said, oh, he's not in the picture because he was he acted out that day. And so we punished him by telling him he couldn't be in the family picture. Again, that was so somber and I didn't know what to say. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we actually did put some cures in place that day uh, in his bedroom where, you know, I really said he does need to, you need to take a picture with him, you know, absolutely, and have him in his bedroom. And there's interesting, go on, Google this topic. It's fascinating. The, The value of children seeing themselves in a picture as a family. It is all sorts of stats out there about how it makes them feel belong and understand the concept of family and the importance of it and versus children that never see that image. Very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So of course, looking at old pictures, you might cringe at the hairstyle or the choice of clothes that you're wearing. Um, You may wonder why you're hiding in the photos. Um, or ask yourself, like, you know, who was I? Or we encourage you to start looking for those more subtle details, which give insight into the family dynamic, or think of them as many windows into the past. Yeah, as Kate had mentioned, I got on to this topic because of some interesting family photos that I saw and things that I saw about my own family. Uh, in my the family photos, some themes, and that's the key here. We're not looking for just one one-off odd picture. We're looking for maybe a theme that we're seeing over years of you know family get-togethers, family gatherings. So um, 
if you have, by the way, if you have a picture that you'd like to share that you're open for us to speak about, maybe at some later time, I couldn't say when, but uh, at some later time, um, let us, you know, let us know, send it to, to me is, is fine. Yeah. But anyhow, I, I think to just to your point about like, we're not looking for one off a one-off picture, but if you're doing a professional photo shoot and the photographer's taken a hundred photos of the family that day and they send back, you know, the best 20 or 25 photos and there's a theme within those, I think that's still notable unless, you know, someone was just, oh, they were having a very bad day or something like that. But, you know, you can still see it within one photo shoot, I would think when there's multiple photos like that being taken. Well, you're, you're absolutely right, Kate. Yeah, I mean, I don't want, what my point is, we're not trying to draw a lot of harsh conclusions, but you can see subtle things that are going on in these family pictures. And that kind of, I'm going to talk about, you know, like pictures that may show detachment in them, that someone's detached, someone's separate, someone's doing something odd in the picture. Um, uh, and here, a simple example. So, you know, what would you say if you saw like, you know, uh, a family pick five people all together, but four of them are visibly touching each other in a, in a very healthy way, you know, arms around the shoulders, touching someone on their elbow, that type of thing. So lovely. And then one of them is standing there with their hands in their pocket. Mm. Yeah, I would think they what, feel what, what might that say they can might feel detached. Right. It might feel a little even too cool for the family. So there could be a little bit of ego there. I mean, right. so it could go either way, whether they think they're too good or the family's made them feel like they're not good enough. I think it'd be kind of hard to, to just give a definite answer. I think maybe there'd be some probing that would need to happen, but they're Absolutely. detached somehow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're talking about this topic here. and I know it's not the holidays yet. But we, most people in that last quarter of the year, you know, you have more family gatherings. I think more pictures are probably taken. I don't know, I'm making that up maybe in the last quarter because there's Halloween and there's Thanksgiving and there's the whole, uh, you know, holidays around Christmas time that we're talking about. So uh, these are things to be thinking about, about, you know, getting people in, everyone in the picture, number one, but also going back and looking where we're looking at family albums and things like that, about what have been the themes in the family. Absolutely. I have a good, we have a good family friend and she has been sharing some family photos with me. I just asked her, could I look at them and, you know, to see, are they telling a story? And, you know, um, uh, Marilyn is her name and she has a beautiful family picture where she is embracing her father. It's a picture of the four of them, the two kids with their parents and she's standing, you know, really in a loving embrace of her father. And then we look down you know, uh, and then there's the mother and the brother are sitting next to each other. And the mother almost looks like she's kind of praying with her hands. And the brother, you know, he's clutching his wrist in a very, I would say, more awkward manner. Okay. Now, you know, and just so you know where my mind's going here, you know, I, I knew that was odd, uh, what the, the position he was holding his wrist in, in particular. So I kind of looked up to see what what does the wrist mean? What does Louise Hay say about the wrist? And she says it has a lot to do with freedom and being at ease. Well, think well, of the handcuffs. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. It's the opposite of it, right? Handcuffs. <laughs> Your wrists are tied. I mean, I've said that. Oh, my wrists are tied. I mean, I can't do anything about this situation. 
Um, and what really kind of made me wonder more so is when I looked at another picture where that brother was in the picture and there he was standing aloof from the mother. Again, everyone was kind of close to each other, definitely touching, you know, shoulder to shoulder. Um, and he had a clear, there was a white space between him and the mother and his uh, thumbs were in his waistband. Mm. Again, a very distinctive stance to take in a picture. As they like leaning into each other, his thumbs were in the waistband. Which I immediately went to that handcuff thing because it looked like he was handcuffing himself before with when he was putting his hand oh, around his wrist. And then it's like he put his little thumbs in handcuffs, running them through the loop bands of yes, his. Yes, um, yeah. And some people might just say, oh, well, maybe they're awkward with your hands. What do you do right. with your hands? Oh, yes. Like, would you yeah. cross your arms or <laughs> right. what would you do? Um, but of course, they've just seen a couple different photos like that where everyone's in some sort of embrace and he's not starts maybe painting this picture of did he feel like he belonged or was he separating himself some way, even if it was something that he was doing on his own where the family might say we did nothing right oh yeah create this no no but there's a this can be a great it can stir up family conversations it can help people understand maybe that somebody else was going through something for a long time i i think it's really effective for looking back over the years looking back over your shoulder and better understanding what what was going on in the family yeah one other example that uh, we didn't put in our notes was one that is more personal to us where uh the family home that i grew up in had a family wall of very old pictures of family um so they were like great great grandparents i think if i remember correctly and they were all in black and white photos and these were not of people smiling they were very stern looking uh photographs that were taken um, i think most of them were like professional professionally taken so it wasn't yeah. everyone at a birthday party yeah. Yeah. it was um like portraits just very stern looking and i actually don't have to be honest i know it's weird i don't have much memory of that wall but i do think you know we i felt like there was a great need to be studious in the home and to act a certain way. And I remember like my friends act doing things and thinking, oh my gosh, I could never do anything like that. You know, and I remember even like the few times that I did act up, I would be like, I would justify it to my parents. Like if you knew what other kids were doing, this would not be a problem. (laughs) Um, But even mom says that when she remembers taking those pictures down and just feeling like, oh, we started having more fun. The home didn't feel as serious or maybe you didn't feel like you had those people watching over you in such a stern manner. Well, you know what? These were farmers. You know, they came from a rural background. They were hard workers. These pictures just conveyed that 110%. And um, uh, I I consciously took them down because I said this yoke, I felt this yoke of this, hard hard life you know and i was celebrating it and i'm 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 proud i'm proud of my heritage uh but i thought no i don't need that on a day-to-day basis i put now have an album so i can look at them but um it is interesting it, our life changed 
my I actually things just blossomed for us after I took them down. Yeah. Uh, for me and professional wise and just being happy, being optimistic about the future. Yeah. People ask that a lot during feng shui consults, like, oh, all these people have, you know, passed. Can I still hang them up? Mm-hmm. You know, so that would be it, it's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. But that would be something to maybe explore. Do you feel like a sense of dutifulness to them or how do those, did they have great family lives? You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people start going through it and they have all these horrible stories about how each one died or, you know, tough lives. Yeah. Not, yeah t- tough lives. And it's like, we're celebrating that. And are we somehow recreating those similar storylines in our life by honoring them on the walls? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty uncanny. I've had some great stories about that where I have people who have their elders in their financial area, and I go, "Well, were, did were they really good money managers?" Mm-hmm. I go, "Oh my God, no!" <laughs> you know, and I go like, "Oh well, you can hang them, but don't hang them in your financial area." Or the same would go for the relationship area if they didn't yeah. have a good relationship, or yes, they got divorced, or the one was cheating on them, or. Eating them or something horrible. Yeah. 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 So we hope that you enjoyed listening to this. I know some of the examples might have been a little bit extreme, but if you don't know about feng shui, you could be easily doing these things in your home and not realizing what type of message and message it's sending. So Mm -hmm. we encourage you to take a look at that family album this week. Uh, like mom said, pictures can stir up conversations and maybe awaken things that have never even been spoken within the family. And of course, if you're in a position to kind of joke around or discuss some of these things, it can create two deeper family bonds. So if you have any photos, if you're listening to this, you take a look at your wall, you see something, snap a picture, send it to us. Um, one would just love to see it, but if we have permission to talk about it on a further episode, on a, yeah, a future episode, uh, let us know as well. Of course, we don't have to name any names, but we can use it yeah. in a format like we did today of what would you say if you saw? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Kate, it's been a delight, our 182nd podcast. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in and we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.